match. Welcome back to the Sportsman, joined by our very own Binyamin, aka the Jets, <laughs> and our and our ticketless big ticket. Welcome on to the Sportsman. Come one, come all. Let's have a hell of a podcast here, gentlemen. I'm just gonna throw the cat. Cat is out of the bag early and often because I'll I'll say something, okay. I believe Mikey V put a post up and the first thing that I was reading through the comments, there were multiple, multiple people commenting, where is the big ticket? Did ticket not receive his ticket? Was there some kind of like, he was promised a ticket, did he not get one? So I think, and I don't mean to like, I normally would let dead dogs lie, but that being said, I think it's only fair to discuss what happened. Sleeping dogs lie, but. Sleeping dogs lie. That's not the <laughs> Dead sleeping, whatever. The bottom line is we need to know. We need a rundown. And I'd like first Mikey V to go through it on his end and then the big ticket to. to... Well, hang tight. Right. Everyone's waiting to see what, what between me and Mikey V, what, what happened. And to be honest, for everyone listening, me and Mikey V have not said one word to each other. <laughs> I was, I was look, at look at him. We even said what? Oh, Mikey, he was furious. Said, no to each other, not yeah. single one. I was. Uh, I wasn't furious. I wasn't furious. We both. Was I, would say, I would say surprise coming. But before we get started, we will get into that. That will be the first thing that we talk about. But before that, I want to know what Benjamin thinks about the all white, <laughs> all white Q zip rowback that Mikey V has on. Is that one of the freshest Q zips you've ever I, seen? outside Mikey of breezes? Mikey V is an impressive guy. So, I mean, I even I forgot we met one time in They're uh, at, up. at the um, well, I'll go in on him in a little bit, but we we met at um, at the original Patreon um, happy hour. And Mikey V is an impressive guy. And I, I the, the white rowback is super impressive. You can get it at breezygolf.com. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 nice and it's clean. It's clean. I would call it clean. It's clean. It's definitely it's definitely clean. It's clean. It is so great to see Jet and so great to see Ticket. That was the most underrated part of the whole weekend, really, was uh, being able to see Jet and Ticket because, you know, I haven't seen them. And uh, well, I've never met Ticket in person. Jet, I haven't seen since January of like, uh, I guess that was January of 21, I want to say. Yeah. Jet. That was like two years ago, almost uh, over two years ago. No, I want to say. Was it 21 or 22? I don't know. I don't know. 22. When don't you guys know. said Billies was... with Gannon, that was 22. No, I wasn't there. No, was there was no Billies. It was just NFL playoffs. It was the first Patreon meetup. I, I really, I honestly think it was January of 21. But I that really, was I, that. At Luna Loose. That was at Luna Loose. That was still yeah. Loose. Yeah. All right, Mikey V. Uh, we haven't <laughs> spoken at all. You say you're not mad. On purpose. But... No, I'm not. I just didn't want to have any discussions with you before the show. I felt that All that right. would be cheating the audience. The amount of time to air the dirty laundry. The amount of text that I got from Benjamin, from our buddy Teddy, from Joe, from uh, uh, countless other people saying, Beardown's going to rip you apart. And I know you were pissed. It was all for the show. But listen, man, the second you got me that ticket after I made that stank, I knew I wasn't coming. That's <laughs> fucking, that's <laughs> fucking wild. Oh 
my goodness. That's just fucking wild. (laughs) Why would you not come, Tick? I don't understand why you would make such a big stick about it. We'll get the ticket and then not show up. There's the real reason and there's the show reason. Listen. Well, what's the real reason? The real reason was I was editing your show and I was editing the Brilliantly Dumb show. I went home. I had to drag all your po- I dragged the podcast equipment all the way to Nutley, New Jersey. I dragged it all the way back to Manhattan and I was That's fucking true. tired. I took a two hour fucking Uber <laughs> five. I was fucking tired. Now, the show reason is. I made a big stink and I just knew I was never coming to that fucking game. <laughs> I knew I was never coming to that fucking game. Jet, by the way, called it early on. He goes, it's plus 5,000 that tickets actually showing up. This is when we're at Billy's. So Jet I obviously knew. Jet knew. No, I didn't know. I was, no, no, no. I was sh- not surprised. I, I was under the impression he really wanted to go to the game. I knew that if he took all the shit back to the city. I didn't know that he knew the whole time he was never going to go. I knew when if he took the shit back to the city and he sat in traffic, he was going to be like I ain't I ain't coming back. So once he left, I was like we might we might be in trouble here. And I was I was kind of surprised to be honest, but I understood it. And by the way, Jet said that his over under was 4 innings and he stayed the course of the game. Big shout out to the Jet. Jet was fine. Jet was no, fine. No, he had a good time. Uh, Billy's was amazing. Who, Bus was amazing. Who wasn't fine? Who wasn't fine? Jet was fine. Who wasn't fine? Tick was not I mean, fine. I would, uh, Tick, you were you were you were more than fine at Luna. I was like, Jet, a ticket's ordering a Philly cheese sandwich. He's yeah. fucking. He's living his life. He's yeah. living his best life. He seems great. He seems yeah. well. And then. The minutes just ticked by, no pun intended, uh, with with no <laughs> sight of you at the Yankee game. And I was just like, this guy, after all this ball busting and all this controversy, is just well, that's the thing. No showing. If he had not shown up without the not, ball busting, I did not. I did not comment or reply to any comments about where is ticket, what happened to ticket, why did ticket take the picture for this. Where's ticket? <laughs> I, you know, I, I refuse to reply to any of it before I spoke to you face to face, ticket. And just to tell you flat out that this was one of the more preposterous moves I've ever seen pulled in the history <laughs> of any friendship ever. Um, I'm not even mad, honestly. I, I'm not mad because I mean it's not like he didn't pay for the ticket, it's not like he stuck me with the ticket. Yeah. I'm like yeah. It's just one of the more ludicrous things that's ever I've ever seen. But you know what? There's a lot of showmanship in it, and there's a lot. Of, you know what? I think there's a lot of value to the play. I think it just creates a crazy controversy. I think I think that this is a good talking point. By the way, the trade-off of ticket bringing the podcast equipment for us to get a live pod from Luna Lose is far greater than if he had not brought the pod equipment and gone to the game. Well, I don't know what that says about the ticket, but. I will say, <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know what this is about me either. I'm you saying know? that we had an all-time podcast for the Burnley Dump Show. You're, just no, a pawn. you're a pawn ticket. But the fact that you knew <laughs> from day one, like if you're, listen, if you're, if you're saying, that, <laughs> hold on, if you're saying that you knew from the moment Mikey V bought, you bought that That's ticket that insane, you weren't going, that is, that is, crazy yeah crazy like mental warfare i don't believe that no no i don't think i don't think i think it's more of like a not mad disappointed moment from mikey i think ticket i think ticket had every intention of going to that game and then 
we got to Luna. He had a, he did. He had a, he he literally had to transport all of that equipment, which there was a lot of equipment. Like there, like I don't think people understand. Like there was there's there's microphones with stands and and a mixer and cameras and like it's not just like this. This is just so much more simplistic and easy, and that's why the quality of it is dog shit as compared to the like when you do it the right way like that. Yeah. And for him to have to do that, and then we ran into a couple bugaboos before the podcast went off. We didn't know if the podcast was going to go off because we had some business to attend to before the podcast was going off. We were trying to get organized, trying to do some things. Yeah. So then that into the fact that that extended it, and then we're like scrambling last second. Then he's got to bring all the back, and people are asking him, can you also bring this back to Manhattan? <laughs> And 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 now that I'm thinking about it, like he probably just got back to Manhattan. He was like, you know what? He said, "Fuck this." I'm he not said he was stuck in a tunnel for an hour. Dude, I was stuck. I was stuck in the tunnel. We, we hit traffic. We that was the most traffic I've ever hit going like, to a Yankees game in quite some time. For two hours. Two hours. Yeah, that's. Bad. I you know why they were giving bobbleheads away that night. <laughs> I left at 3.30 and I got there at 5.30, Mikey V. But you know what? If that was on the first day of our trip, it, it was we did the Breezy Invitational. We had our own thing the night before. The Five day. iron. It was, this was the last day of our trip. But you know what, Mikey V? Even if this was on the first day of our trip, I guarantee you, I, I the second you got me that ticket, I'm not going to say I was never going to go. But I knew the second you got me that ticket, after all the hubaloo, I knew there was a <laughs> chance I wasn't going to that fucking <laughs> Ben ticket. I gotta say since, like that you are you're mentally you're he's you're one disturbed. of the sickest. You're a disturbed I, individual. Yeah, I don't I, think I, I so because even up there, even before the game, you were going back and forth about if you were gonna come or not. Yes, so I, yes. I don't know. Unless maybe it was all a facade. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I think and we also, all knew that. And also, before we move on, I don't want to say, you know, it wasn't just me carrying all that equipment. The Jet the jet helped me out immensely, as he always does. But uh, Jet did find himself on that bus. And Jet did take one of the best uh, videos of Joey Coldcuts and that fucking pinata, man. That was... Oh, you know, that pinata. You know what's better? So many people messaged you know me about that. You know what's better than the video of Joey Coldcuts hitting the pinata? <laughs> Is the part where you can see Nikki Smigs taking the photo of of Benjamin taking the video of Joey Coldcuts? Yeah, <laughs> you are all fucking over that shit, dude. dude Nikki Nikki Smigs is a, is a Nikki Smigs. I is one of the the all time characters. Just as a person, the guy is a character. And when you, I don't know who brought that on. You were like, we have a special guest. And then somebody walked on board with a cutsy pinata. And once that, that was Lindsay, like, like, Lindsay, where oh, clearly had to go. Yeah. Yeah. The pinata was in the works for, I would say a little over a month. So the girl who got it, she was like, she told me at her birthday party that we, me and my wife went to, she was like, you know, they make these custom pinatas. And I was thinking, you know, for the bus, it would just be so funny if we got one. And I was like, yes. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was spot on, man. Who took that? That is fantastic. The best, took that? Took that. The best picture is actually the picture of that with like with where it came from, like the actual outfit that Cuts had on. When you compare yes. it to the pinata, is fucking scary. Yeah, it's that's so balls it's, on accurate. It's so uh, good. So this, 
This is the this is the picture that it came. <laughs> I mean, like, really, like that is just fucking. <laughs> it's so, good. Good man. on good on whoever. All really right. All right. Well, I don't want to tread too much on the brill. I mean, you guys are going to be talking about this on the Brilliantly Dumb show. I don't want to tread too much on their toes. But the one thing I will say before we get into the sports, because we are the sportsmen, is that I met Mikey V for the first time. And what I was blown away by, I'm not going to go into this whole Mikey V's huge. I'm not going to go into that. Like, you're a big boy. That's obvious. I'm not going to play into that. But what did take me back, and, and it wasn't just you. It was you and all your friends was everyone I met who of all the North Jersey guys, because I grew up in Jersey, but it's very different than North Jersey. That's almost a different state. What I found with you and all your friends, every single person I met grabbed me by the fucking shoulder and said, hey, good to see you. And then they gave me a good handshake too, the hardest handshake I've ever met in my entire life. And it was it was unbelievable. I mean, and you looked me right in the eye, like like you were staring through my soul, but it was a good way. It wasn't a bad way. It was a good way. And it was just, it was good to see. It was really nice. I, I just couldn't believe the grip on my fucking shoulder. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, I'm not, you know, <laughs> that's if I, if I, listen, if I'm not going to greet you that way, and I, I mean, I'm not going to greet you, period. If I'm not going to, if I'm not, if I don't feel comfortable enough to, to, to really, you know, greet you in a way in which I feel like I know you for a long time, which I do, you know, yeah. just not in person. I mean, I just, I'd rather right. not even speak to you. There's no point in me speaking. Mikey V welcomed me at the tournament. He grabbed me like this and lifted yeah. me well, up. I like told you I was like I was a pylon. <laughs> and then when, and when I put you down, Perez looked at me dead in the eye and he goes, thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Uh, and we will leave the rest of that to the, to the brilliantly dumb show, the Audi club summary, all that. We'll leave that to the brilliantly dumb show to do what they do best, but we're the sportsmen. We're going to talk about sports here and the NBA finals Wrapped up last night. The Nuggets beat the Heat. And quite honestly, Mikey V called it. I hopped on board with it. I piggybacked on it. We know how me and Mikey V and, and Joey D feel about things. But, Jet, how'd you feel about uh, the Nuggets taking down uh, the Heat there? So, okay, I was a little concerned when you asked me to come on today because I haven't watched a lick of basketball this week. But okay. with that being said, I watched last night. And I've been I've been on the bad side of the Jimmy Butler take because I have been anti Jimmy Butler for all these years on a personal level, and I use that as a way to talk about his game. So I I don't want to say I was vindicated. Why, why do you not Why do you not like Jimmy Butler? Because he played for the Bulls. He was with the Bulls. I know okay. I have okay. I, I'm under the opinion that you're not winning a championship with Jimmy Butler as your as your lead as your number one guy. That's okay. it. Okay. Um, and I hate him, but. Um, besides that, I just, well, you know, I, I think he's a big antics guy. You know, you want to get into it? Fine. I think, I just think he's a big antics guy. I think the shit he did, every team he's been on, he leaves and they hate him. He left the Timberwolves, he left the Sixers, he left the Bulls, and like nobody, people say he's a competitor. He gets away with that because like he pretends that he's Kobe. So like he pretends that he, <laughs> he pretends that he's pushing his teammates along when in reality he's just an asshole. Like that's, that's my whatever. That's Jimmy Butler. Regardless, <laughs> the Nuggets were the best team in the league all year, and they came out on top. It's really impressive what the Miami did, though, throughout the playoffs and the series. And honestly, I attribute that to their to their head coach. I think Spolster is the best coach in the game. And yeah, I mean, I think it fell how everybody kind of thought it was going to fall. Yeah, the so Heat were the Heat were were you know outmatched. Uh, there's no question about it. 
Um, you know, I, I would have been interesting to see if they had Tyler Hero for the series. Maybe that would have changed something. But again, he was banged up. The, the problem, what it, what it comes down to, is there's just so many scoring, you know, outlets from the Nuggets. I mean, Jokic to me, by the way, you want to talk about a classy guy, whether you like the way he plays or not, this guy epitomizes what it means to be a leader in the NBA. Never says, it's never about me or I'm doing this. It's always my teammates, my coach, the, the team, the environment, the fans. He, he's just a class act. And to me, one of the best basketball players I've I've watched for a while. Um, he can do it all. And then you got Jamal Murray, who was just balling out this playoffs. And then you got guys like Michael Porter Jr. Aaron Gordon can you know deliver on the defensive end of the ball and can can help out from times. Caldwell Pope. They they just had so many weapons. And even this 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 kid from Kansas, this Braun guy, stepped up this series as well. So I, I think they were outmatched. I'm actually really happy to see Denver win. First championship they've ever won. I think it's well-deserved. Um, and it's good for the NBA. It's good to see some parity in the NBA. And it's not just the same teams winning it over and over again. Like, I think it's good for the NBA. I think it's good moving forward. And uh, I'm happy for Denver. I think, you know, they they definitely were the class of the NBA this year. And it showed when, when the chips were down. Yeah, I mean, I, I I said Nuggets in five. They won in five. Uh, I thought Miami would steal a game. Um, that game that they stole, you know, Denver basically took that fourth quarter off. They it was it was obvious. I think Denver would have swept if they had just not fallen asleep behind the wheel in that fourth quarter in game two. I think they would have swept, uh, but they didn't. Um, Miami last night, I thought first quarter they looked fine. You know, they they went on a on a horrible drought after they scored you know a couple early buckets they went on a horrible drought uh they still ended up winning the first quarter but then Denver was just too much and Jimmy Butler was nowhere I mean Jimmy Butler tickets Jimmy Butler take from two weeks ago or last week uh <laughs> it, it didn't look too bad last night because this guy was fucking nowhere the guy missed two free throws in the first quarter now really in the grand scheme of the game doesn't mean anything but like for Mikey where, B's where bet, the, it, oh wow, it meant a lot for my bet. But, you know, <laughs> that's, that's fine, but uh, like, where where were you, superstar? Like, superstars don't do that. I said ticket, and uh, I went on record and said I did think he was of superstar level. I said though, you know, I didn't have him in the top tier of superstars. We went over a lot of players who were in that upper stratosphere of superstars. Uh, but last night was a bad look for him. And I think uh, Jet Jet is right with the Spolstra take. I think Joe and we've talked about how good uh, Spolstra has been and maybe has helped carry them really through these playoffs, uh, through a lot of these series that no one thought they really were going to have much business in. Uh, but Denver, yeah, Denver was the best team all year. Denver kind of just, it was like, it's kind of almost like, I don't know, not disappointing that Denver won. I'm not. I'm not disappointed, but it's kind of was just like a lackadaisical walk through the NBA to the NBA Finals for Denver. It never really felt like right. Denver had to do much of anything. Like it almost was like Jokic at the end in the post game presser was like, "I'm glad it's over. Like I could go home now." Like very, very pedestrian, lackadaisical. You know, just basically went through the motions, and they're better than everyone else. And that's it. They're glad it's over. And that's kind of what it felt like. So uh, really one of the worst NBA playoffs, in, in my opinion, that I can remember, not really great at all by any means. I don't know what stuck out where you're like, oh, my God, this was so great. Well, the Celtics heat game six was incredible. 
that okay, buzzer like beater year. was yeah, okay. But yeah, the NBA yeah. Finals, to to Mikey V's point, it's oh one yeah, that was finals. I can remember. And and another thing I want to point out is, and I can see Jet Fuman over there. That Jimmy Butler take is his take. And the thing with with, okay. with Jet is that a lot we have a lot of similar takes. Jet just says them louder and with more authority. <laughs> So he takes them. But that being said, I take a lot of his bits. Most of the funny things that come out of my mouth, I take from him. Um, but we both, I, I felt a very similar way about Jimmy Butler. We have a very similar take on Doc Rivers. You can talk to us later about it. Send us a DM about it. The guy's a scumbag. Stinks. Never was. Um, but that being said, I agree full-heartedly with you, Mikey V. And you said it on The Last Sportsman. And Joey D disagreed with us, not to throw Joey D under the bus, but he said, I would bet that Miami Heat, that Miami Heat are dogs. They will get at least one more. And you said, I bet they, I bet the the Denver Nuggets win in five. And I said, you know what? I'm leaning more towards Mikey V. I bet they win in five. And kudos to you, Mikey V. Jokic, Last night could have gone either way, the way that it went right down to the could end. Could have gone either way. It's no, it's no disrespect to you, Joe. It's just that. It, Miami Heat just didn't have the gas and they didn't have the tenacity. They had no player in them that had the tenacity to go out there and fucking win against the team against the Denver Nuggets. They if just you had to add one player from the NBA that you think would give Miami a chance to win it all. Who 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 are you putting on that? I think you got to give them an offensive minded Jet, Jet, who are you giving them? One player well, I, to help Miami well, but win. You're, you're, you're talking about like a role player. You're not saying like LeBron, like Any. right? Like well, I'm saying one player. I mean, yeah, maybe not. You can't LeBron, say but a star. I mean, game yeah, changer, but yeah, sure, yes. I mean, I think if you put Damian Who's Lillard a on that team, realistic player that you could add to the Heat, like realistic. What style? about Russell Westbrook? They would need like a four. No, I think if they had fucking uh, Tobias Harris, they'd be a better competitor. Like you know uh, what I mean? Like, oh, we've gone down that road, Jet. We've gone down the highest area. I know. I know. I don't want to know where that goes. You don't want to know where the Tobias area Okay. If you gave them Jalen Brown, do you think that they could win the NBA championship? Yes. Yes. And you, you, that's another guy. But you look at who they have. They're a team. They have no business. They were an eight seed, right? They have no business being in the NBA finals in the first place. They're a bunch of, they have undrafted guys. They have late first round guys, second round guys. They just like overachieved due to whatever they're, they, they play well, but they ran out of, they ran out of juice. Like, like, like was expected. I'll tell you, Joe, if you put Jason Tatum on that team tomorrow, they'll win. Well, no, but Jason Tatum's locked up. I'm saying like a guy, but Jalen Brown is another, he's another, he, he's the Walmart version. What about Damian Butler? He's another guy who can't perform in the big moment. I mean, that's just another Jimmy Butler. You what need about a guy like guy. Chris Middleton? Yes, he's a great, great. Yeah. I don't know if that puts them over the edge, but that's a good player. He's an All Star. I don't think anybody was going to beat was going to beat Denver. I think Nobody the did. Heat. I think the bottom line is I think that what you've asked Joe has pointed out that that the Heat need an All Star. They need a LeBron. They need a Kev. They need someone like that because they're putting all their eggs in the Jimmy Butler basket. And like Jet has said, and like I said last week, that's just not your guy. That's just well, not- I will say this to you still have to tip your cap what he did this playoffs. It's no, still very the I, fact I, that I, the, the, the fact that the Miami, I'm not taking away what you're saying, Jed. I agree, but the fact that Miami was even there is a testament of how well he played in that Buck series, in the series against the Sixers. Uh, I, I think like not against the Sixers, sorry. Um, in the series against um, who did they beat last series? They the beat Knicks. the Knicks and then they beat yeah. um the, the Celtics, the Celtics, the Bucks, so the Celtics and the Celtics. 
That was both impressive. I, I thought I know. he he played out of his mind, but yes, I, I agree. It's, you need help. The Jimmy Butler, the Jimmy Butler slander at this point is kind of just a bit, but yes, he he. I don't think it was a bit until this year though. Like he really went off in in, yeah. in the playoffs. Yes, the bubble, the, the 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 bubble is whatever. I know they made the finals there, um, but. You know, I, I think this year, I mean, yeah, you know, I tip tip my cap to to Jimmy Butler. Hate him, I, but I agree with yeah. the Jetta. As mismanaged as the uh, the Sixers are, there's a reason that they picked Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler, and it's not because they thought that Tobias Harris was a better player. It's because up to that point, he was a much more reliable player. This guy could rebound, he could assist, and he could score. And Jimmy Butler always came short in in big moments, and he always has. And you can look at Jimmy Butler in this playoffs and say, wow, what a success. He got to the finals again. Or you can look at it the other way and say, wow, he came up short again. He is not the all-star. He is not the Kevin Durant of the league. He is not the Jokic of the league. You need something more than that. And, uh, I That's mean, why. he's definitely I mean, not Durant. He's not Jokic and Durant. I mean, and he's not top five players, so how can you ever... Durant's always had tons of help, too. Durant's never won when he was a solo guy only. He had guys like Steph Curry. I'd rather I mean, guys have Durant like... than Jimmy Butler. You want to talk about an underachieving team? Phoenix, when they got Kevin Durant, oh. they were like, all right, they're in the finals. And then they just disappeared. That's a great point. That's a... That's a great. And Chris no, Paul is the Chris guy Paul. that I would say yeah. is past his prime. Well, he got Chris hurt. Paul. He missed. He, he missed. He the end always of that gets hurt, and he yeah. never. They never talk about a guy who can never make it to the fucking mountaintop. Chris yeah. Paul. Now I would take Jimmy Butler's take from Ticket, and I would apply that to Chris Paul, and I would say that that's a guy who, throughout his career, has always looked that's like right. he could fucking turn the tides, and in the big moments, he doesn't doesn't step up. But that's best mid range jumper in the league, though. <laughs> You know, the only thing that happened when Kevin Durant went to Phoenix Suns is their coach got fired. That's the only thing that happened. That's (laughs) That's the only thing that happened. Um, All right, moving on to the real reason we brought the Jet on, other than he's the funniest guy in all of us. Monty Williams, he signed with the Pistons. The Pistons. There you go. He got a job. There you go. He got a job already, yeah. But moving on to golf, our bread and butter. Oh, yeah is uh, the U.S. Open preview. I mean, I don't know if we're going. I know that you guys are probably going. Lord knows if I got a ticket, I'd probably just skip it anyway. Right, Mikey V? Um, US <laughs> yeah, probably. U.S. Open, man. Who do you guys like? What's your expectations? Is this going to be an exciting year? Do you like the location? Joey D, let's start with you, man. Um, I'm going to go with the guy that we know. If, if I'm picking winners, I'm, I'm going to go with Homa. As one of the guys, I, he always performs well in L.A. It's like his hometown. He shows up. We saw him play really well in Riviera for the Genesis Open. I think you're going to see a good playing out of him. And then I, I kind of like, I'll, I'll give another guy that I kind of like. I kind of like Xander Shoffley. I think he steps up in, in major championships. And then give me another guy. Give me give me Tommy Fleetwood out of the basement to maybe make some noise this tournament. He just had a, he just had a good outing in the RBC came to what top five. He played really well. And you know what? He's probably going to carry that momentum into the tournament. Give I maybe not to win, but maybe top 10 finish. I I, just, to show that I'm not just going to take fucking Scotty Scheffler and the favorites all the time, but I like Homa. I like Shoffley and and give me from the basement. Give me Tommy Fleetwood. I think it's going to be great. Mikey V. 
I mean, you already know who I'm. You know already. Oh, not again! I mean, you're going. Why not? Why fucking not? Go back to Brooks. Guy should have two majors under his belt already. No, go back to Brooks. I tell you what, if you don't bet Brooks Kepka to finish in the top ten, I think you're out of your mind. I think you're throwing away free money. Brooks Kepka top ten is free money. I think. I really do. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe he's that gonna, wholeheartedly. He's gonna have an off tournament. This I like uh, I like Victor Hovland top ten. Um, <laughs> I think it's a solid. Why is it? Why is he laughing at that? I don't. I don't, I don't know. Why I don't know. That? I don't know either. Well, I think. I think. I think the, the thought process is Mikey V from a golf, and and I I will say you like Michael Brown. Kind of well, no, he's kind of new in the golf game, but you know how hard it is to win a tournament. It is I, not that yeah, I know it's very hard, but I so but to win Kepka, a tournament yeah, and then to go back yeah. and win another tournament. So uh, Kepka just won the last major. Yeah, he won the PG. Should have won the major before that. To go back to back mm-hmm. is is very hard, and then. Hovland just he's, won a he's tournament. Built different. He's built Hovland different. just won a tournament two You just picked ago. Tommy Fleetwood based on the fact that he almost won the RBC. But he did, did win. Not. He did that's, win. That's yeah, that means he's trending. I mean, he's he's, he's trending like, upwards. Right, he's, he's actually trending. never he's never won, by the way. Once the, you win, right, he hasn't won a single be, tournament yet. Correct? But once right, you Mikey, win, it's he's won, won over he's won all right, overseas. All right, Mikey, I'll give you a name. I'll give you a name that'll throw you for a little loop. Give me some JM. How about Jason Day? I like that. Oh, that's not Sun bad. Okay. Okay. It's not Thank bad you. at all. Thank you. Sun JM, I'm done, <laughs> I'm done with him. He was done halfway through the fucking first round of the PGA. He it was, was a good play. On, on paper, it was a good play. Yeah, golf's tough, man. Sometimes you think you're reading between the lines, and then you find out the lines that you're reading between are. Dogs. I might have to. I might have to sprinkle something on Keegan Bradley top ten. Also. Wow! Out of respect, out of respect to his caddy. Go for, I'm going for dinner tonight with his caddy, Scott. Yeah, Gale. his caddy's a great guy. I had to throw great that in. Did you? You're just not going to. Do I'm just going to. I'm going to tell them, Mikey V. Yeah, tell him I said hello and tell him I said great guy. Nice to meet him. Really uh, nice. Definitely guy. will. Definitely. Jed, who are you looking to win this thing? All right, so so I'm taking the golf course. <laughs> um, I think, and, and I know everybody says this every U.S. Open because you get the videos of the balls. You see the rough, up, and you yeah, get rough even the horrible. fucking videos of the fairways this time are, are the ball. You can hit the ball in the fairway and end up in the middle of nowhere. I just think that it'll be, I think like maybe, maybe three or four under will will win. And I know that's like these guys are so good that it probably that might not be the case, but it looks like it's extremely difficult. So I like. I like Matt Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's a defending champion. He plays well on, on tough courses. And the other guy I like, and I like that Homa pick too, because like you said, the West Coast. And then a guy who kind of has disappeared a little bit. He was the top of the world, and I think he's ready to come back, is Cam Smith. I think, oh. I think he might he might make something happen. And I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Cam Smith. So those would be my my Cam loves himself some Cam Smith. I do. I, I like Cam Smith. He's got some swagger. He's kind of like an underdog. He's like a he's like a He's like a rogue warrior. I I, I like Cam Smith. And I like Minwood Leeds too, but I can't bet him because he's banged me every time. I oh, think. you're the guy. Exactly. I can't do it. So take it just, or, or uh, Mikey, just so that you know, we went to Riviera and Bob was doing his like, his thing where he like shouts out the players and the heckling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this Minwoo Lee, he walked by and he looked at Bob and I guess he had heard the voice and he saw the person who was saying it. And he looks at Bob and he goes, Oh, y'all the guy, the TikTok guy. <laughs> so now every time we ever see Minwoo Lee, we just go, y'all the guy. Yeah, he's good. got that Australian accent too. He almost won. He almost won the players and he's supposed to be really, really fucking good. But I mean, he, he bangs me in the majors. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ticket. Who are your picks? Because when tickets hot in these golf picks, yeah. he gets really hot. 
I'll tell you who I don't like. It's Brooks Kepka. That guy. <laughs> said that every, you've said that every major, haven't Wait, you? Wait, can I we agree. get a side wager? Can we get a side wager? Well, Kepka, Kepka will finish top 10. Top 10? He'll finish top 10. Take it and, and do we have a wager? I'm in. I'm in too. I say no top 10. Take it. You're going to take that, you take that juice? the kind of guy that rests on his laurels. He is the Los Angeles. <laughs> He's going to win the Super Bowl. Take bet, bet, bet Mikey V. That's the type of sport. You You mean like this game make it top ten? Well, no, well, no, Mikey or no, take it. You got to give Mikey V a line. He's picking a guy to come top ten out of a field of what 80, 80 golfers. Top ten. Yeah, well, you can't have to get. You can't tell him give me a line. You know, you know. Nah, you don't have to give me a line. I think Brooks is gonna win the whole fucking thing. Whoa! But, but I'm gonna take him top ten. I'm gonna take him top ten. Ticket, ticket. Okay, do. Friend, friendly wager ticket. I'll buy you lunch. I'll send you a Venmo over. I'll buy a nice lunch. Uh, now I know Los Angeles. It's going to cost me quite a few, <laughs> quite a few pennies. A slice of pizza out there is twenty dollars. That's fine. Just come out to LA and get me a bagel with locks. Okay, that it's done. Wow. Lunch, a nice lunch. Uh, Brooks Kepka, top ten. I say virtual yes. Virtual handshake. Virtual handshake. That's right. Take you a know virtual what? handshake. Take put it on the line. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka is a guy who either he either wins or he finishes in fortieth. Like <laughs> that's that's, that's my is. kind of guy, man. No, I'm my kind of guy too. But I'm saying in golf, right when you think you have it all is when it knocks you on your ass. I so just I, think that I just think that Kepka was so so good. And he got hurt, and everybody fucking forgot about him, and everyone started to hate him and talk shit on him, and now he's fully back. I yep. believe he's fully back, and I believe he's head and shoulders better than everyone on the face of the planet, save two gentlemen, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm. So obviously, I think, and you know, either of those guys could obviously go out and win this tournament also, but I just, there's something about Brooks at Majors. I mean, he's got what now, six? Uh, he's, he's climbing the pyramid for the five or six, five, five, five. Is it only five? Okay. I thought it's it was five. Okay, well, maybe so, after this one, you'll be prophetic. I thought he had six. That's, <laughs> that's on me though. That's fine. So, but anyway, I, I just feel like this is, I just think that he is, he's running as red hot as you could run with the, I just think he knocks it up another, another level at these majors. And I listen, guys should have two already this year. We'll see. We'll see. I, I hear what you're saying, though, Jed. I do, I do agree with Jed on this. If he's not going to finish like top five or very close in contention, he may like fucking finish bottom of the barrel. I, 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 I would not be shocked. The kind of guy you're that... saying though is true about. I mean, he's he he was in the final group of the Masters. He's in the final group of the PGA. He very well could just turn it up again and be in the final group at the like he he does show up for the majors and like yeah. I don't. I tend to not like to bet on guys who are like on, on such a hot streak. But but I mean he he always performs at the at the majors. Kepka is the kind of guy to me that he's a dog until he wins, and then when he wins, he goes out and he parties. He's enjoying life with his wife. He's enjoying the yeah, men. And then he comes and he shits the bed on the next one. He is not going to finish anywhere near the top ten on this one. I would guarantee it, Mikey V, and that's why you're going to be buying me a Lox bagel. I guarantee <laughs> when he's feeling right. down on himself again and right. he's feeling we'll like see. a dog again. That's when he's going to win again, but it's not going to be this one. All right. We'll see. I would also I take, interesting. I will also take chalk. I will take John Rom. I think John Rom's going to be special. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I mean, he will. He he always is. He, he will. Oh, he he will. Give, me, give me two, three guys. Take, give me two. 
Give me two, three guys, Tick. Well, I'm always – so Jet and I – again, Jet and I, I love Cam Smith. Cam Smith is is my – I love him. I think he's going to come – he's one of the most special young talents in golf. And no Cameron Young? No Cameron Young. No Cameron, Cameron Young. <laughs> Cam Young is, is the biggest hitter miss of all time. Yes. All time. I'm a big Cam Smith guy, and give me John Rom. Those are my two guys. Wow. Talk, obviously, but I just – I think he's going to bounce back big after the last one. I mean, he, he played like shit. He played like shit, and he's just too good to not come back. You guys see the 294-yard par three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seventh hole? It's unbelievable. What are you hitting? Are you hitting driver there? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I, Jet, what yeah, are you hitting I mean, there? Yeah, what are you hitting there, I'm, Jet? Not only am I hitting driver, I'm hitting paradigm. That <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm, hitting, I'm, yeah. I'm hitting three woods to driver. I I, I – that's a pen 94 but is it downhill it's downhill I think they were saying the front of the green is like 260 so i could i could hit three wood yeah you could hit three wood yeah you're good yeah that's i might be i might be on another hole that's not that's not i could be in a two holes down on the left but i would hit have you ever have you ever played lacc i've not no i've never even been out there yeah i don't know how the members like i don't know if they just make it extremely hard it has to be hard during the year I don't know how the how do like members go out and play that course. Maybe there's play there's a connection I could use to go out there, but the thing is, it's just I've heard it's so stuffy and that it's so like they look at yeah. you like they're better than you. Yeah. And I've really had no desire to go and play there, even as good as it is. Yeah. Now, once we go to the course, I'm I'll probably change my mind pretty quick once I see how nice it is. But it's gonna be well, exciting. By the way, what did you guys think about the finish of that RBC chat? Like. The Canadian championship being won by a Canadian for the first time in 69 years. And he made like an 80 foot putt to do it celebrations. And then his buddy, Adam Hadwin, who we golfed with in in Jupiter fucking gets absolutely Goldberg speared by this. Mike, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I I mean, uh, I thought, listen, four playoff holes, right? Um, I thought it was a fantastic finish. You know, the putt, the Eagle putt was obviously fucking ridiculous. Um, Incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was a great, it was a great finish. These tournaments, these tournaments, most of them are are fantastic. I mean, most of them are just awesome. Uh, The finishes on them, you know, playoff hole or not, they're just really, really well done. They're really good. And, And Sunday was no exception to that. And the fact that a Canadian guy, like it just jacked up the whole, um you know excitement yeah, around the finish so yeah i was i was happy that that guy i was happy he won um obviously it meant a lot to a lot of people it was clear like he, he was the he was the favorite you know rooting favorite by far it was very loud very emotional uh and then the guy who got body bagged by the security <laughs> guard i mean that security guard that was a really nice nice form tackle you got you think he gets seat. reprimanded for that no I don't know, no. man. Especially because know. he got up. Well, Hadwin didn't make a big deal about he it. Didn't he didn't make got a big deal. About laughing about it. Yeah. So no. Well, that's Cutsy, I will Canadian. tell you, Cutsy, your boy. I mean, I love Tommy Fleetwood like anybody. And yeah, I know you're picking him this week and 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 he's trending, but he kind of blew that a couple times at the end there. And, and eight, first of all, did you see the 18th hole? How ridiculous it was a par five and guys were hitting irons off the tee because it's such a weird hole. Yeah. He, he laid up with an iron into the rough. His drive was into the rough. Then he laid up into the rough again. He made a miracle 
He got up and down, right? Yeah, that and was nice. In, in in a few of the playoff holes, he had, I don't know, 10, 11 footers to win, and he just couldn't close the door. Well, so, an 11 footer is not exactly a kid. When I saw him team off on that 18th putt. hole with an iron, I was like, what, what's going on here? He I almost had, I had to do a double. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Multiple times. He had the same putt multiple times. You know times. who keeps blowing it? And somebody who I would. I would fade for this U.S. Yeah. Open, and he's Rory always Ma Rory, Rory McIlroy. How yeah. is he always yeah. favored, like eleven to one to win? This there, guy hasn't man. won a fucking major since like in a decade almost. It's but unbelievable. His last, his last bunch of tournaments, he's been top five. Like he's also trending as ridiculous. Well, the Masters, he didn't even make the cuts. Yeah, but the Masters was three months ago. Like in the last, I understand, Oriole, but the last one, he almost won last week. He's always there. I, I would fade Rory Never wins Roy, man. Yeah, I don't know. He need Rory needs a win desperately. He needs yeah. a big win, especially after all this live and PGA stuff that's happened. Yeah. The poor guy's been like, you know, the spokesperson for the PGA. I think it's kind of distracted him from actually the golf that he's playing. I mean, he's been distracted for the last ten years. I mean, the guy needs <laughs> a win desperately. I mean, he needs a win like Jordan Spieth needs a fucking win. But well, he won when it mattered with the FedEx Cup. When he won sixteen million, that was a nice win. Once Brooks, when Brooks won his last one, everybody's like, because everybody considers Rory as the best golfer going. I mean, obviously outside of the guys, but at body of work is the best golfer. And yeah. then Brooks just passed him so quietly, and they're like, holy yeah. shit! Like Brooks actually has more majors than Rory does now. Yep, sure does absolutely does. Killer. All right, boys. Well, let's move on to one of our new segments. Last week we did Who's a Problem, which I'm upset the Jets here because I think that would be a segment suited for the Jet. <laughs> Who's a problem? And maybe we can run it if Jet wants to, but we have our other segment. What well, are you no, watching? we didn't do that last week. We did What Are You Watching? We didn't do Who's a Problem. We did both. When did we do Who's a Problem? You want to run Who's a Problem? Are you are you are you ready for who's a problem, Joe? I'm just saying we didn't run have, who's a problem last week. Do you have who's a problem? Do you have one ready? I'm trying There's to think of people who's a problem. I'm, right. I have one ready right now. I'll, I'll ready? go right we'll now. Start with Joe. We'll go to Mikey V. We'll go to me, and then we'll go to Jet to finish this up. Right, let me think. I got to think. I'll tell you who's a problem. Okay. Yeah. You want to know who's a problem? And Mikey V has defended this guy in the past. Connor fucking McGregor. This guy <laughs> is an absolute oh, liability. He is going to get his ass kicked in this UFC match that he has coming up. He is such a piece of trash. And you know what? He goes and he's supposed to do a little bit with the heat mascot. So he knocks him down. Okay, fair enough. He goes up to the guy once he's down and delivers a left hook to the jaw. The poor mascot had to be brought to the ER to the emergency room, and this guy then starts walking up and starts filming and laughing him after. Like, this guy is a problem. Between punching 80-year-olds, knocking out and sending mascots to the ER, this guy should be out of any competitive fight. He hasn't won since God knows when. And he's going to go, and I tell you what, Chandler is going to kick the shit out of, out of this piece of trash, Conor McGregor. Perhaps. Perhaps. Absolute liability, this guy. <laughs> Mikey V, who's your problem? Um, I mean, it's, it ain't McGregor, that's for sure. I don't know where the McGregor. I mean, it's just it's some kind of you know personal vendetta you got against McGregor. Nice. One of 
one of the greatest icons in the history of MMA. There's no question about it. He's an icon. Mikey, of you the love sport. cheering for the bad guy. He is That's an what it comes icon down of to. the sport. He is an icon of the sport. The sport of MMA, the sport, the UFC is not the same if not for Conor McGregor. McGregor but I'm saying he's done now and he's okay, acting he's like done. A piece. That's fine. It's one he's thing a, to say he's done. That's that's fine. He's a that's piece of take. shit. You oh, like rooting for the bad guy. That's what it comes down to. Uh, yeah, you like rooting. Mikey V. He is a piece of shit. He's a bad guy. I disagree. Mikey V's yeah. the guy who watched Mikey V's the guy as a kid who watched The Lion King and rooted for Scar. No, no, no. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think I am. I think I'm onto something here. No, 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 no. All right. Who's uh, your problem? No, no, no. Um, who's the problem for me right now? Uh, I tell you who's the problem is uh is Brian Cashman's a problem for the New York Yankees. He he's a problem right now. Um <laughs> This team is not good. I, I was in person oh. watching this team, and it was a pain. And they won the game that I was at that we were all at. Well, not the ticket, but we were all at. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. Um, we were at that game, and it was painful to watch. Oh. Uh, this Yankee team, he has rested on his laurels now for how many years? Uh, going with the same, you know, you know, recycled lineup of – DJ LeMayhew, who's who's on the decline and injury prone. Giancarlo Stanton, who I love, but is on the decline and who's injury prone. Um, Aaron Judge, who's the god amongst men, but he if if he's out of the lineup, there there's nothing, and he's the only guy in the lineup that provides the juice anyway. Um, and outside of that, you have the same group of guys: Harrison Bader, oft injured, unfortunately. Um, Glaber Torres, not the guy that you thought he was going to be when he came up. Uh, and and outside of that, it's just they're not good. They're not good. They may, This is not a well-constructed roster. And I'm going to tell you something. This team is going to miss the playoffs. This team is Whoa. not going to make the playoffs, man. I think they if judge If Judge is out until, the, let's say, I think Judge, I, this is my take on Aaron Judge. I don't think you're going to see Aaron Judge before the All-Star break. I don't think you'll see Aaron Judge again before the All-Star break. I think the injury is a lot. They're they're not going to give you much more than what they've already given you. I think the Yankees are going to miss the playoffs. I think the division's too competitive. The Orioles are better. The Rays are the best team in baseball. The Red Sox just took a series from them. The they're Yankees, better than the Red Sox, Mikey B. Okay, but they just lost a series to the Red Sox. So I'm not going to sit here and say they're better than the Red Sox. I can't. They just lost a series to them. It's something is way off there and something needs to change radically because this is not the Yankees that I know. Um, it's a regurgitation every year of the same lineup, same roster, and something's got to change. He's a problem. Brian Cashman's a problem. That's a good one. Yeah. I want to hear Binyamin. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a plethora of guys to pick it from. Too. I want to hear who's a problem. I want to hear who's the problem. I'm ready. I I got a couple problems for you. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Wow. The Golden Knights, Joseph. I'm sorry, Jet. That is a Joey D move. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that was an only subs hit. That's a big hit. Listen, Mikey V is a problem. No. (laughs) Hold on. Now, you guys very well went. You very well may have talked about this last week. So if, 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 if this was the problem last week, you just let me know. I don't think we did. We okay. did it. I think Joe's right. I don't think we did. What are you watching? Jay Joe's Monahan right. is a problem. Oh yes, he because, is. Because listen, and I got I got another. Friend. 
I, I don't care about what they're doing. Like, I, I think it's kind of fucked up and everything they've done is kind of bullshit. All you got to do is get up and be like, I'm a fraud. Like, I'm a liar. Yeah. Like, we changed, like, we thought <laughs> this and now it's this. Like, you don't need to pretend you're just get up there, say I'm a piece of shit and I'm a liar, but I have to make all these people money. And I know he's just a puppet for the board of the PGA to do their thing, but just just either resign or admit that you're a clown and that you're a liar and that you're a bum and then go do whatever you got to do. Jay Monahan's a big problem because he embarrassed pretty much the tour. All those players kind of are, are like, it's bullshit what he did to them to not have them take the money and then to go ahead and take the money himself, whatever. Jay Monahan, problem number one. Problem number two, and I don't know if you guys know who this is. I bet Mikey V does because I know you're, you're grinding on the internet at all times. It's baby Gronk's dad. You know oh, that is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking clown. This baby, the baby Gronk kid, though, is like, is that even? Who like, is baby Gronk? No, baby Gronk, I don't even know. He's this character on the internet. He's like this little kid that does, like, I guess these like football drills. Or, like, he's, he's, he's a social media. He's become like a social media, like, like one of these like social media stars or whatever. I don't know if you call him a star or whatever. But like it's, a Hasbula? Oh, yeah, uh, kind of. But his dad is basically like he's a kid the kid doesn't know better his dad is basically parading him around the internet sending dms to every single person trying to get this he's like a helicopter parent in like the worst way and if you look it up you'll see like he's just he's essentially a beaut like it's what he's doing this kid is not okay he's dming everybody trying to get him on he's trying to use his kid for clout i saw him in an interview they were interviewing baby gronk and he would make them re-ask the questions and then tell his kid how to answer them. It's kind of fucked up what's going on there. So I'm out on Jay Monahan and I'm out on Baby Gronk. Back to you. Baby Gronk's dad. <laughs> now Baby Gronk. Yeah. No, yeah. No, Baby Gronk's fine. Yeah, and, that's and a good take the thing on is, the Baby Gronk. Why and, and, and Baby Gronk? Does he, once, does he seem once, like Baby? Is he no, he's like, like Gronk? A, he's like a little kid who's like who's like big, I guess, and runs. I don't really know. I just kind of just. Do you know how many? Baby. Let me. Do you know how many guys coming out of college, white tight ends, they've nicknamed Baby Gronk at yeah. this point? Yeah, well, Literally, many, I could how, I could name like five off the top of my Tyler head. Was a how baby. many? How many toddlers? Adam Shaheen was baby Gronk. Adam Shaheen. The kid from yeah. Notre Dame. Martin Andrews is, was uh, a baby. Uh, the kid from Notre Dame now, Michael Myers, baby Gronk. Oh, Myers. Get on this. Check. Get on all this. This is the only 10-year-old to be nicknamed baby Gronk. And let me tell you something. Once teenage Gronk and adult Gronk like realizes how his dad fucked him up, <laughs> he's he's going to, one, never talk to his dad again, and two, just like, He's not even gonna like. He's not gonna give a fuck. He's gonna become like yeah. homeless Gronk because his dad fucked him. Better or worse, baby Gronk's dad or Lavar Ball. Baby, oh, baby Gronk. Lavar Ball's dad is better. Lavar Ball. What? Yes. Because I don't think he was doing this when they were this young. His kids had. Clear oh, hair. I'm sure he was. Lavar Ball's dad is just a doofus. That guy's just a doofus. Yeah. Is it Lavar Ball the dad? No, Lavar Ball. He's the dad. He's just a doofus. I will say the shit he did with the the shit he did with the shoes very well. Could have oh, ended. that could have ended. No, but it very well could have ended Lonzo Ball's career. He's he's injured forever now, and I don't. I think it might have something to do with the shoes. I'm dead serious. Big baller brand. Big baller yeah. brand. Yeah. <laughs> but they were they were older. They were already in high school when you started seeing this shit about them. This kid is like in third grade. Yeah, yeah. It's really bad. It's really <laughs> bad. Take really who bad. you who who are you saying is a problem. Well, I'm going to get us on to the viewer questions to get us out of here because uh, we've, <laughs> we've got extra takes here this week. So we want to get us out of here. But 
quickly, I'll just say J.J. Redick. I'm sick of him. I'm, I'm really sick <laughs> of the old man in the three. I'm sick I of I thought him. you loved J.J. Redick. I did for a long time, but you know, you, you have to love Redick. He's a fucking, he's one of the best. He's ever. one of the best college basketball players of all if time. You love, if you love someone long enough, you learn to hate him. This guy is <laughs> a woke. He talks like he's better than us. He knows what he he's is. About. He is. He goes, yeah, better. I'll be the first person to say oh, JJ Reddick's better you than me. That you love Then you're part of the problem. All right, Tick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a game right now, Tick. It's called Who Would You Take? I'm gonna give you other sports <laughs> like sportscasters, and you're gonna tell me if you would take JJ Reddick or them. Are you ready? Not, we'll start okay, with Kendrick sure. Perkins. Of course. Oh. Okay, there's one. We'll you're, go on to Skip Bayless. This is the loaded Skip question. Skip Bayless well, isn't even I'm, a real fucking answer. I'm, I'm just saying, course, Skip Bayless. Of course, of course. course, course. Nobody Stephen rubbed, A. Smith. Nobody Stephen A. Rubbed. Smith. I'll take Stephen A. Oh. Wow. You take Stephen A. over J.J. Reddick? Here's what I'm, I'm, saying, here, sure. here's what I'm saying about J.J. Reddick. Tim Tebow. No, he's no, he no. It's different sport. No, of course not. But what I'm saying, about <laughs> Dickie Reddick is let me say nobody he's better nobody than got, most guys out there. Nobody got uh, nobody got Dickie V riled up like JJ Reddick when he played at Duke. That's nobody. True. Dickie V used to go fucking him. insane I, for Reddick. Let me finish insane. this segment. Here. Let me finish this segment here. All I wanted to say was this guy. I loved him. I loved him. I loved him at Duke, and I don't like Duke. I fucking hate Duke, but I loved him at Duke. I loved him when he played all throughout the league. But the fact that he championed himself as this podcaster, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the real, I'm going to get the real scoop on the players. I'm going to be the guy who's still playing and I'm going to get the scoop on all the players. And then he starts going out on interviews for being a head coach. He just seemed to sell out on everything I thought that made him great. And it, I'm just sick of him. I'm just, he's you know, totally yeah. sold out. Jet, you know what his move? You know what? No, I agree. And honestly, he's so I like him. But the holier than mouth that I hear, you know what his move yeah. is? He calls. He calls you by your first name to set the tone. He'll be like Stephen A. Stephen A. <laughs> and then, and then he'll just lecture him on some political issue. So yeah. I, 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 I hear that. I, I do hear he that. I do like, like a guy who went to Duke. He speaks yeah. like a guy who fucking knows more than you. I'm just and saying. Your point, anyway, it's time for the viewer questions. I mean, he did go to Duke. But... <laughs> I can't believe you're defending this guy. I just don't know, like, how we're going to jump all over J.J. Why? Pat McAfee's doing the same thing, basically. he's in one place and he's ending in another. You can like Is the McAfee not doing was. the same thing? Is Pat McAfee I not doing the same thing? I almost sold McAfee. McAfee was almost my problem of the week. Wow. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Then then that's fair. Then that's McAfee fair. Okay. All, I respect I, that. Debating. I respect that. All right. Okay. I respect that. Because I was going to say, McAfee's basically done the same fucking thing. Correct. You're right. a punter, bro. You're a punter. Take it easy. Yeah. I understand you're a great punter. You were a great punter. I, not everybody can punt the football. I get it. You were great. But come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Pat McAfee, you would think, is like, they hold him in the same breath as like Peyton fucking Manning. It's crazy. It's fucking no crazy. No way. Yes, they do, Joe. They treat him like he was an NFL Hall of Famer. I mean, he's a fucking He's an punter. entertainer. It's what, he's why yes, that's right? what he that's is, why. and let's end it at that. Yes, he is, and he's very good at that. And he's very ex good. excellent. And he's a great punter, too. He's a great punter. Plus, that's he's really good friends with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, well, that's um, important. Geez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this first one, I sort of – let's not touch on it too much, but maybe give us a brief – thing because i'm sure you'll go over it in the brilliant dumb show but how long did it take you boys just briefly 
to get over the festivities of the last week. Audi Club, crazy, all that. Mikey Vila, let's start with you. I'm still not over it. I'm still it not was. over it. I woke up. I woke up yesterday. I was still. I was still like anxiety riddled from all from from everything from the whole weekend. Just so much. Uh, today, I finally went back to the gym, so that got me somewhat regulated. Uh, but it took like it, it, yesterday. So yesterday was Monday. So and I and you know we went on Saturday. So it took me like a full two days to like feel something. Like if you normal. try try taking a flight the day after a cross country flight, always get a one up two, two rows two rows away from being at the There's back of the bus. Well, Mike, he tried taking a bullet the through the fucking brain, dude. Did they fuck you again with your seat? Fifty k was my seat. Yeah. The plane had fifty three seats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if that ain't a bang job i don't know what is yeah, i'm like catch a break on these i am like like i don't know i must be like the number one like fucking guy they're they're targeting right now because i just could not couldn't upgrade my seat couldn't do anything why you can't you just dude. why couldn't you upgrade the seat why yeah i was i wasn't able to everything was taken why don't you just book first class why well, Fat Fred, that's a, that's a question. Does all our things, for... and also once you're booked, United. That's why he sold them last week. United bangs you. United, United yeah, you can't change. United is a problem. I, I will. It is. I sold them for the right reasons. Yeah, you did. You okay. did. Jet, Jet, how are you uh, recovering from last week, man? Surprisingly, pretty good. I you just, look I, great, Jet. I think we just kept it moving. Like, I, I, I'll tell you, the the worst I was was Thursday night before the Breezy Invitational. And I was a little concerned that I wasn't going to make it through Breezy, but we made it through fun. I'll tell you, Billy's was electric, though. That was that bus, the bus ride to Billy's. I was pretty hammered, but I just, I don't know. I just kept it. I feel fine. I felt I I, I recovered pretty easily. Yeah. Billy's was showing. Billy's is great. Billy's was showing Jet a lot of love. A lot lot of love. That's pretty much why I I heard you got a lot of love. Billy's. And I'll tell you what, Ticket, Tick, if you you were there, there would have been some love for the Tick. Oh, yeah. You would have been taking a lot of pictures. I probably wouldn't hold. Yeah, I'm used to holding the camera, Joe. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't mean taking them. I mean, you would have been in them. All right. Our last viewer question, then we'll get out of here, comes from Kate. That last one's from Brandon. This one's from Kate. We already sort of touched on this, but give us one. Give us one. Everyone give one pick for top five finish of the U.S. Open. One. Just give us one name for top five. Doesn't have to be the winner. Just the top five. Joe, we'll start with you. I'll give Max Homa was my pick to win it all. Mikey B? BK. BK. <laughs> I can't BK. wait to watch how this wager unfolds. I'll be telling you. I'll ride the Kepka train until I die, man. I don't want to just give a cl- – yeah, I don't want to give like a – I'm trying to think of like a long shot. Maybe Patrick Cantlay. Not that he's a long shot, but he's just not yeah, so classic. Yeah, you love chalk, so like you love saying – Okay, you know what? Show. Ricky Fowler. Wow! Whoa! I love Ricky. He's he's trending I too, man. Yeah, I like Ricky Fowler, man. He can't he can't put three rounds together, let alone four. But at, after the second round, he'll be there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> go, I'll go with Jason Day. I think Jason Day is going to be a top five guy. I think Jason Day is going to be a top guy. I, I, said, I said Jason Day, Tick. Did you? you? Know I'll give two. I'll give yes. Jordan Spieth. I think Jordan okay. Spieth has a good time. It was one guy. But, all right, you, Joey D now has two guys. Yeah. Just, just one guy now. Just oh, no, because Homa was my pick. 
Homo is my pick to win it all. So I feel like I'm just doubled down on that. Like that's, sure. you know. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, that was our viewer questions. Um, and that's another episode of the Sportsman, quite frankly. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you do that on the YouTube. Make sure you do that on the Instagram. Send your questions on the Instagram. Mr. Anderson's going to run through all of that. That's how you get questions on the show. And we're going to answer that. Um, it's another great one, boys. That's the Jet. Thank you for joining us. We hope to see him again. That's his second time on the show. Absolute pleasure. Absolute yeah, pleasure. Yeah, we need the Jet more often. Yeah, we do. This guy's a sportsman through and through, man. He is a true sportsman. A true sportsman. It was always a sportsman. It was, Jet. That is Joey D down there in the left-hand corner. That is Mikey V down below me, and I'm the big ticket. We are the sportsmen, guys. Till next week, folks.